Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at Burrow.com slash ACAST, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. What is going on, everybody? My name is Connor Lawler. Welcome back to another week of Movie Mondays. This is the Here's for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the week's movie news, entertainment news, and just generally having a bit of a chit-chat about everything to do with film. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Mead. Sean, how's it going? Yeah, uh, Connor got his hand caught in a drawer, I think, <laughs> while saying my name. I had but the I'm toaster in the bat. <laughs> oh, oh, I've told, I've warned you against that multiple <laughs> times, Connor. I just feel like it's a good fashion trend. <laughs> it's going to catch on. And are you like making toast, or is it just there as as accessory? Oh, just like? a, just as a fashionista accessory. Just a fashion just a really, statement. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, okay. I'll be Sean, honest, Connor. Please don't. <laughs> Please. I needed a co-host for Wednesday. <laughs> I can't. I can't replace you. Not that you're irreplaceable, but I just yeah. don't have the drive to replace you. <laughs> I just don't want to. <laughs> it's a lot of hassle. It's like if I pass away, it's just like. <sighs> fuck's sake I have to go find someone else now oh jeez yeah. oh, right. how, how do I replace um, the person that did all of the work <laughs> um, Sean so this is movie Mondays Before, this is as I said we talk all the week's movie news I must admit we have to come clean we are mm-hmm. recording movie Mondays on a Sunday this week that's just the way it laid out that's just how it's, it's happened Bit of a Sunday Mondays this week, it's, everybody. It, that's once again the wrong way to put the words, but that's fine. Um, but what that also means is that tomorrow the Moon Knight trailer is dropping, yes. which saddens me when they actually reveal the date that it's coming out because it's even worse when I'm like, oh, we have to, we're doing it just on Sunday. The way circumstances worked out, it just had to be done on a Sunday. Yeah, but we so, will talk about the Moon Knight trailer the week after. Like yeah, we'll talk about it next week. Um, but uh, if you're coming here for our thoughts on the trailer this week, it's not in this week's episode due to the fact that time travel does not exist. I have not seen it. I don't know. I've seen the teaser, no. but I didn't really want to talk about like the 
the 45 second teaser because it would have been oh, kind it, of pointless it is a fucking good teaser though isn't it's, it it's a pretty good teaser though. oh it's so good I'm really excited for the trailer god I wish you I could talk it, about like, it with wrap, all of you wraps around his body like a mommy oh man it's oh, so good because so, um, it's all about Egyptian oh it's so good it's so good see now we can use Moon Knight in the tag so it'll be fine <laughs> good that's quick thinking but most importantly um, before we get to anything if you whatever podcast platform you're listening to this on could you give us a like and review even just a like would just really like. help us out um, once again we don't understand how it works but apparently it's really good just for letting people know that the podcast exists yeah it's, so it's, it's like it's 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 a very small thing that someone can do and it makes literally it makes a really really big difference like we anytime we ask we generally see a big uptake in like people listening so if you could continue to do that that would be really really very very nice um, yes, um, and but enough. With that said, oh, go on. oh yeah, I was about to say enough of your nonsense. <laughs> oh. I love, I love like doing like a duo where like I set you up to say something and they couldn't. <laughs> Just completely shutting me down, much like Moon Knight was shut down in his attempts to fight crime. Once again, Moon Knight. Oh, man, what a teaser trailer. <laughs> teaser trailer reactions. <laughs> Things you may have missed. Imagine we're saying arrows. Do we say the arrows? <laughs> um, so we're starting off this week with... There's a lot of news about Batgirl that is coming out oh. on HBO Max. Now, Batgirl, the movie, is coming out with Leslie Grace playing Batgirl. And... This kind of excites me because you know I'm a bat I'm a bat person I like I like you're a bat fan I'm I like Batman um, and most importantly I like any of people in the bat family more than Batman to be honest so um, knowing that Batgirl's getting a movie always I think that's a great idea and uh, Alicia Silverstone isn't just given the suit in the bat cave and no training slightly better no, I, she I was a gymnast that. or something right. She she no, had gymnastics training? I don't think it's ever explained that she has gymnastics training. I think she just came down. Alfred was like, yeah, the password was three, were, three letters. Here oh. you go. Here's your suit. But, but she was in that street race against, against Chris O'Donnell. <laughs> <laughs> that made her flippy. So, um, so we had our first look at the Batgirl costume this week. Uh, first and foremost... And mm-hmm. so the image was released by Leslie Grace, who was, of course, playing Batgirl and Barbara Gordon. And Sean, you have seen the suit. I just really I want have. to know, get your thoughts on it. If, if anyone hasn't seen it, the image is all over the internet. We've, you've probably already seen it if you're interested in comic books. Sean, what are your thoughts? I mean, it, look, I think I like it, right? But I also don't feel it looks like a movie quality suit. Like, and this isn't meant to be a slag in any way, but it looks like more of a suit that would show up on the CW show. I, uh, I do understand that thought process. And when I was watching it, I was like, or when I seen it, I was kind of like, yeah, it's kind of like in between movie quality and CW. Yeah. But at the same time, it's ripped from the comic book pages. It's ve- yes, it's very, um, very, very comic accurate. Like, I, you probably, there's a story called Burnside that... I think, like, you just literally took that suit and it's one that Barbara Gordon makes herself and you just put her in it in the in the movie. And I think that's probably where this movie will start is that she makes the, the, movie, or the suit herself. So, yes. completely understandable. It's like a biker, a biker outfit that she's painted purple with, like, yellow on it. Very Barbara Gordon, very Batgirl. Yeah, and, like, it's... Um, I, I, I always struggle with these suits because they always look better in motion is the thing yeah like once that suit is moving and the cape is flipping like it's not going to matter what it looks like in this specific lighting scenario that they're released as a as a press photo um and maybe i've I've just been conditioned by like christian bale and ben affleck batman where the suit is like almost as much of a focus as who's playing batman but because like this is a very good comic accurate adaptation of the Batman suit I just think it doesn't look as polished but maybe it's not meant to yeah I I think it's very similar to like they're trying to get across that this is Batgirl year one which is um, she when Leslie Grace posted this to her Instagram she put a quote directly from Batgirl year one 
Okay, so un- they're leaning underneath into the that. So it is based off Batgirl Year One, which goes along with everything we know already, which is that Brendan Fraser is going to be in this movie. And everyone assumed he was going to be either Black Mask, maybe he's involved as Two-Face, but then it came out that it was he might be Firefly, uh, which is another Batman villain who very much enjoys fire. And oh, so everyone and was flying? kind of like... And flying sometimes, but mostly the fire. I gotta be honest, he really he really nails right. down the pyro more than he kind of flies away after setting the fires mostly, um, and probably flies to the fires as well. I would say. <laughs> no, he gets the taxi. <laughs> Where the fuck are they? He's getting an Uber. He's checking on his phone. He's got the big flamethrower wrapped around his back. It's like, oh, they're so late. They're so late, but I paid already, so I can't leave. Do I take the tip? Do I leave the tip? I don't know, it's I'm a bit removing late. the tip. I'm removing the um, tip. <laughs> so, so um, Brendan Fraser, I would be of the opinion that he has been cast as Garfield Lids or Firefly, um, in the movie. Which is based off, because in Batgirl Year One, the comic book, Gar- Firefly is very prominent. So, okay. it's all kind of starting to come together from, for, from my point of view that... Brendan Fraser is going to be Firefly. You've got James Gordon. You you have Michael Keaton as Bruce Wayne Batman in this movie as well. So there's also been um, several released images from behind the scenes. Mm. And there's been ones, there's been uh, magazines on stands that have had the Court of Owls literally written on them. So the Court of Owls exists in this universe. You also have Vicky Vale. And then you also have a mural to Batman and Robin in yes. in the behind-the-scenes fo- images. Yeah, and it's like classic Robin in the classic Robin suit, like Dick Grayson kind of Robin. Um, who Dick Grayson is the Robin that was that the Joker killed in the DCEU. If that matters anymore, I I was literally about to be like, no, but no, I think you are right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like Jason Todd is in every other canon the one who died. I think it is Dick Grayson because we I, laughed at that because we were like, they took the one character that's funny and killed him too. <laughs> yeah, they took the one ray of hope in the Bat Family and just <laughs> killed him off off screen years yeah. before. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think that's true. But also, this is Keaton. So, is that Ben Affleck's world? But I thought Batgirl was in Ben Affleck's world. Like, because Keaton know. is from another universe, surely. Yeah, Ke- look, the whole, to be honest, it's in the DC Extended Universe. But is Affleck, Affleck is out now. And Keaton, we know, is in the movie. Yeah. So what do you do? Do you have Batman? Batman is just really old, and she's kind of come along years later. Maybe, um, maybe they're like a so- it's a, like a soft Batman Beyond, where like she's and like what they've taken from that is like an older Batman passing on the mantle. Now, like, what I will say though is that there is a rumor that this is kind of why I wanted it. There's a, a lot of news, as I say, coming out. Like, the Court of Owls magazine drop alone would be enough to be like, oh, shit, that's happened in this universe. That's a massive story they could delve into. But, like, you have the Batgirl suit, which I think looks really good. But most importantly, there's a rumour that Batgirl, the Batgirl movie has cast Nightwing in this film. Oh, Now, it's pinch of salt rumor of course. It, I have a few bits of rumour here, say, this week. But this one made... It just makes a lot of sense. Like, if you have Batman and Robin in a mural, uh, and they're just like, there you go. This is this is Batman and Robin. Well, where does Robin go after that? He becomes Nightwing. Makes sense he's in the movie. But if if it is... I know I feel like I'm, I'm like t- talking myself at the knots here. If it is <laughs> Keaton's Batman, then Robin as Nightwing would be way too old. By that Unless, logic. Yeah, yeah, because if Keaton's Batman is like 70, 80, kind of... Then, then Nightwing would Rob. be maybe 50. About Chris O'Donnell's age, you might say. <laughs> They're bringing Chris O'Donnell back. What if that's the first, <laughs> like, film version of Nightwing we get is Chris O'Donnell? <laughs> oh, no. Everyone who's listened to this show for a long period knows Nightwing is my favourite character um, yeah. in all of comic books. And I think... That would be the one thing that I just I'd have to stand up and leave. <laughs> Chris O'Donnell walked in. It's like, no, I'm not doing this. No, I, I just I can't. I can't do that. I'd, 
I'd rather have Brendan Twaits than, than Chris O'Donnell. I don't think Brendan's a bad cast as Nightwing, though. I think he's solid. I think he is solid. He has the he has the the the, the kindness in his eyes. Yeah, but he also has terrible part. writing. I think if you wrote him better, I think he could be a lot more entertaining as Nightwing. That's what if Barry Keown was Nightwing? How would what you feel Barry about Keown, that? But see, Barry Keown is already Joker, so that's tough true. To be he Nightwing can't be Nightwing. Joker. He killed okay. himself in this world. In that world, yes. Yeah. But in every other world, he killed Jason Todd, who's played by Brenton Twaits. <laughs> Everyone's really so con- confused. <laughs> I, I mean, it would fit with how that universe is going. Um, but it, So, is there a release date for Batgirl yet? Um, or are we I'm still waiting on that? I'm positive it's this year. Um, oh, I, I feel like it, it might be this year. Uh, at the latest, it's next year, but it's on a it's on HBO Max as yeah. a movie, so it doesn't have a cinematic release. So it probably isn't. It isn't heavily as p- promoted in terms of this summer. This I, I think it is this year, though. Um, right. So if it is, that would mean they'd probably have to have cast a Nightwing, and even if it's next year. They would have to have cast somebody as Nightwing if it's coming out then. But if it's this year, then it's before The Flash, right? Um, Because The Flash doesn't have a release date yet. Batgirl will hit HBO Max later this year, it says. Okay. Okay, and I just want to make sure before I get really indignant about this. The Flash release date. Flash is coming out November 4th, 2022. Is the date okay. it's scheduled for. So, do you... Okay, so if Keaton is in Batgirl, then the Flash has to happen first, surely. Unless Batgirl is in the Keaton universe. Yeah, which makes no sense. Which makes no sense, because then Keaton's being brought over to the main universe, presumably. Unless... Unless... Every, unless everything we like from the DCEU... Is being brought into the Keaton universe. <laughs> and they're just getting rid of Batman. As he's just Michael Keaton. And he's, he's just, just Michael Keaton He's now. just Michael Keaton, but nobody ever talks about it. It's like um, Ian Glenn in Titans. They're about yeah. the same age. <laughs> I, yeah, I think Ian Glenn might be a little bit younger, but I get what you mean. Like They're, they're still functionally an older, retired Batman. <laughs> Um, I I don't know, I'm, but I will. Ha- I do have one question. If this is a Batgirl movie and they are bringing a brand new, um, say ba- Barbara Gordon to the screens, I I feel like this might be bias for myself, but I don't think I think it's more exciting if you have a Nightwing involved somewhere. Maybe not in the first one, but certainly like. I was going to say Dark Knight Returns. Use your real name, Robin. Not not yeah. like that. But like at the end, she maybe walks into a room and she's like, "Oh hi," and, he, and there's just a guy standing there. "Oh hi, I'm Dick." He's like, "Oh hi, I'm Barbara." That's it. Yeah, like something like that. Or because I feel like if he is in this movie, they'll probably just have him be a cop for most of it. Because that's he's usually a detective in like. Bloodhaven? Um, he mm, he has stretches of being. Uh, he's been, to be honest, he's been lots of different jobs. But he's there a was, secret like, a agent as well, isn't it? That that was a whole new Fifty Two thing. He became a member of Spiral, but in the nineties, early two thousands, he was like a cop, which was yeah. the idea was very Spider Man. He'd be on the radio and like listening in. Then, oh, there's a crime over there. Got to change, kind of thing. Yeah. So, like, they, they might just have her, like, he's a cop she comes up against at points, or something like that. Um, but I think, yeah, don't make him, don't make this a Batgirl and Nightwing movie, make it a Batgirl movie first, and then go from there. What well, we're I saying, DC, is take your time with your stories. See, this is what I'm scared of, because I yeah. I love Nightwing, but I feel like if you're doing a Batgirl movie, do a fucking Batgirl movie. Like, just have her, she solves everything by herself. And I think you lessen Nightwing if you bring him in and he's like, what do you know, kid? You're an idiot. I'm Nightwing, I'm the best. And then he like gets it wrong, ultimately. Yeah. At the end, and she has to figure out a way to stop the villain or Firefly in the end. And it just makes him look dumb. Whereas you could make both of them look better if he's just not involved until the very end. Yeah, and like, like, and, and give, give each of them 
time to shine. And sh- you can still show that like one is better at things than the other, at like certain things. But they should never be just outright incompetent for the sake of driving the story forward. Well, well Barbara Gordon is outright smarter than Dick Grayson, like a million That's times. That's a fact. I, I mean, she's Oracle, so yes. <laughs> she she is literally like the brains of the Bat family, so like she has that down. Like he's obviously probably a better athlete, so you don't want to be like in fight scenes. It's just because in DC, I think it's known like he, him and Catwoman are like the two top athletes as humans. So, like, yeah. you don't want to be in fight scenes where, like, God, that Nightwing guy's way more flippy. This Batgirl, she, I mean, she's good, but that guy's real good. Where's his movie? Let's let's follow him. Yeah, I'm, like, I don't know. I, I, I'm so nervous to be excited about any of that universe because I don't <laughs> yes. know how much of it is sticking around, you know? And, yeah, and how much even exists. Why is Keaton here? Nobody yeah. knows. How um, invested should I be? <laughs> Now, Sean, I'm going to move on to another piece of movie news that I know you'll be invested in. And I have only thrown this news in for you. Specifically oh. you and nobody else. Um, okay, listeners, two well, things you can I all know, turn off now. There's two things I know you love. And listeners, everyone's just going to have to gather in as we watch a man freak out. Because okay. actually, three things. One, so pirates. True. Two, national treasure. Holy fuck, okay. Number three. Real Steel will, be, will officially be happening at Disney Plus. Our series yes. from Real Steel. Yes. I've never been so excited by a Disney Plus announcement, and I am including, like, WandaVision in that. I'm including Endgame. In all, I've never been more excited. Now, Sean, there's a lot of people, like myself, up until probably a few months ago, um, when you brought this up, just completely yeah. uninitiated, a lot of people saying, what is Real Steel? And why should I care that there's a Real Steel series coming to Disney Plus, shot? Well, Real Steel is a, the heartwarming story of Hugh, Hugh Jackman. Uh, Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. He was a, I believe he was a boxer himself, now retired, and now fights through the medium of robot fighting. Um, which is a whole big thing uh, and follows the, the, the rise of Hugh Jackman's robot whose name escapes me uh, up through the ranks of the robot fighting tournament uh, basically have you seen Rocky and it's <laughs> yeah. that but there's a robot <laughs> it's that but there's robots <laughs> that's pretty much it it's like it's Rock'em Sock'em Robots but like Crossed with Warrior, crossed with Rocky. I mean, who could not want that as just oh, their... It's, it sells book. itself. And was there a real steel too, or was there just a one? No, I think there was another Rock'em Sock'em Robots type movie, but I think there's only one real steel. There's only one... It's a, it's an original... and there's It's only one of a kind. Yes, real steel... Uh, yeah, if you Google real steel too, it's... Now, now it's the Disney Plus announcement, but there's also a bunch of people making like fan teasers for it. <laughs> so there's a lot of, I would say, I, I, I might have said overwhelming support for this, but I wouldn't say overwhelming. There's middling support for this uh, series reboot from I would say shocking support. Si- <laughs> signing petitions. I yeah, feel like yeah. you're the soul man. Um, I've got 80,000 so- Gmail addresses. <laughs> So, Real Steel series, they finally listened to you, Sean. <laughs> the series is happening at Disney+. Plus. My one question, I take all of our questions, there's no way to get fucking Hugh Jackman back for the show. No, I don't think no. Hugh's coming back into it. But the, no. the robot fighting tournament exists, so like you can just do seasons upon seasons of that. What if, imagine, Connor, Cobra Kai, okay, but with robots... <laughs> But can I raise now? I don't want to be a Debbie Downer here, okay? Because mm. I know I know how excited you are. But can I raise the issue that okay. there might not be as much funding in a series to have the CGI of the robots consistently good throughout? That's f- fair to say. However. See how diplomatic the, I was with that. <laughs> yes, yeah, no, no. So I, w- I would argue, number one, Disney money. 
Yeah. Number two. Yeah, oh, can Re- I follow? Can I ever review? <laughs> Go ahead, rebut that. Will Di- Will Disney have Disney money in real steel <laughs> series or one division? I mean, I did just learn that uh, the Turner and Hooch series is currently out on Disney Plus, but they just didn't market it at all. <laughs> so who knows? But I okay. And then number two, Real Steel came out in 2011, right? So the, the robots didn't look great anyway, I would say. But it's not about the robots, it's about the character. So why not, what if, what if the robots are real robots? Like, you don't have to have CGI. You're thinking of bringing Sir Killalot back. So bring <laughs> Sir Killalot, maybe yeah. Sergeant Bash on a good day. Yeah. Yeah. Sergeant is a bit of a diva. On set, but if you can get him in for a few good days, he's very similar to Wesley Snipes in Blade Three. Yeah, yeah, like when it's good, oh, it's good. Yeah, but when yeah, it's yeah. bad, oh, he's yeah. not. Oh, you don't want to deal with no the bash. <laughs> but I just can't wait for the real Steel apologists to come out, and I'll be like, I was always here. <laughs> You're gonna be like online. I was here since day one. You're just all joining. You like real Steel? Name five of his songs, huh? <laughs> Going to the schools, pointing at kids. Do you even know what that shirt with real steel? Do you even know what that's about? No, my mom yeah. just gave me this shirt. Well, get out of here, kid. It's this, by this point, 11-year-old, <laughs> quite middling movie that came out, I think, in, like, August or some shit. <laughs> well, Sean, there's a series coming. I feel like this is your version of when they did the Mighty Ducks series. Um, yeah. Because I love the Mighty Ducks. But I haven't watched that series, mostly because I just don't really care. Um, but it's because the, the movie's still there. I can go yeah. back to watch the film. I can guarantee, I don't think you will watch this series. <laughs> I will watch the series now to spite you. I really want to do a Patreon review of this, of Real Steel. But like you, the hat never lets us get the, it out for some it's, reason. It's in the hat and I'm scared eventually it will come out and I will have to watch this movie. Um, it's going to be on Disney just, Plus. <laughs> if, if, if I would just know, we do every month a brand new movie review on our Patreon. Oh, um, heavens. <clears throat> you can you can it's, sign up there if you want to head on over. Links down below. But Sean... This month, Real Steel. Look forward to it. <laughs> it's not. <I'm> confident. <laughs> <laughs> I'm crossing my fingers. I'll, <laughs> I, I'll watch Spider-Man 3 first. <laughs> before I watch Real we did, Steel. We did watch Spider-Man yeah, 3. That review was already again. posted. I'd review it again. Just not that despite bad. you. Oh, um, Connor, what have you done to me? So, we're moving on from Real Steel, Sean, to... I have a rumour that really made me laugh. More so that it's not serious, but it just... I just thought, imagine. Um, and the rumour coming out of Hollywood at the minute that is that Charlie Cox might not be the only actor to cameo as Matt Murdock, Daredevil, in a Marvel Cinematic Universe film Fuck off. this They're year, Sean. Um, because they're not bringing Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness is it's set to be a wild ride shot. it's, it's going to be mad okay it's, it's going to be mad absolutely it, mad boys it'll be a mer- multiverse of Jesus that's fucking mad and so Marvel have approached quite a few people to see if they'll come back because I mean you're going to be hopping between dimensions you have free reign to do whatever you want and so Marvel has approached a little known actor known as Ben Affleck for Daredevil cameo in Doctor Strange 2, Sean. Oh, God. I mean, but I don't... He wouldn't do it, surely? Like, he didn't enjoy that. He's gone on record saying he hated doing that. So also, I think he, he, came, he went on record and was like, I hate superhero movies. I'm never doing one again after Batman, yeah. especially after Justice League. I, I cannot be arsed to do it again. But Sean, what if they brought him back? What if they brought him back? I mean, you've, you've got Favreau already there. There's a happy sitting there waiting for you in the MCU. That is the issue. Like, he's, he's one of the crossover characters because he was happy. happy. John Favreau played... Mm-hmm. Foggy in the first Daredevil movie, but now plays Happy Hogan in just the MCU in general. How do you reconcile with that? Uh, how do you reconcile the fact that that movie was terrible and has 
had no bearing on anything in so many years. What about the fight in the playground, though? What about the seesaw fight with the blind man? The weird flirty fight that they have? It's very strange, to be honest. It's very odd. It's very, very odd. The basketball game? If you were outside, say, like, you know, just walking along the street, you would just watch Jennifer Garner trying to beat up a blind man in a park. And you'd be thinking, that lady should be arrested, really. What are the implications? Because you have to then acknowledge that Colin Farrell's bullseye Exist. has existed at the same time in the in another multiverse. Yes. Do you bring him in? Do you bring in Evanescence? What Didn't happens here? <laughs> I think the only way you bring in Ben Affleck is if Evanescence is fucking playing when he walks through a portal. That is the only way I'll accept it. Um, like, just imagine, right? He walk, Doctor Strange is like, oh man, this multiverse, it's in a bit of a madness. I am having a stress day at work. And he's going around trying to close all these portals. And he just heard, just very quietly, he hears, wake me up, wake <laughs> me up inside. Just faintly in the distance, he gets closer and closer. And there we have Ben Affleck's Daredevil fighting. In the rain, of course. He can see better in the rain. Um, he can, and of course. that song is playing. Everybody's very happy. I think it'd be a whirlwind ride. I, I'd watch it. Does this not lessen the impact of Charlie Cox's Daredevil returning, though? If, like, we just get a Daredevil... Because Charlie Cox's Daredevil was, like, very much... The fans had an outpouring of support being like, we love this character. Please keep him the same. And now, just for no reason other than... Oh, Spider-Man did it and it was successful. They bring back... The other daredevil. Now look, ever... I, obviously this will just be a cameo. I'm assuming he'll be on screen for maybe a minute. And Max, like he'll just, I... maybe even like a screen in the fucking portal. You just see him. I think it's going to be like unused footage from like the other daredevil <laughs> yeah, movie. W- that man is not turning they'll... up on set. No, they're not going to like get Ben back. He's not turned up. He's got to do the Encounter 4 or something. Yeah, like I just, I th- that's like... Remember we were afraid that Hollywood would learn the lesson like, oh, just bring back old versions of the property and people will love it. Yeah. That that was the lesson they were going to learn. I feel like Disney is now learning that lesson themselves, but like the wrong side of it. You know? I, I You know what? I want that to happen. I just want Evan Essence back. I want Ben Affleck. Let's relive the whole thing. We reviewed that. For the Patreon. We did. This is just a plug for the Patreon, but we did review it, and I went back and watched it, and we were like, damn, that is the most 2003 movie that has ever 2003 But also, a lot of it is surprisingly solid. It's just that it's so 2003 mm. that even in 2003 it was too much. <laughs> even you, even then, they were like, Jesus, this is a bit... Bit of the time. I don't know if this is going to age well. Should we tone this back a little bit? No? Okay. Wake me up inside. Yes. Okay, Avi Arad, let's do it. So. (laughs) Um, Sean, do you want to see Daredevil back, but not Charlie Cox? Uh, No. I'm going to say no. That's my decision on this. You're coming down hard on no, I will get on the Kevin Feige later on. We will let him know. Um, I will send that man a telegram. Sean, I have more news that I think you're going to like. So what I did here was, it's kind of a give and take. I gave you Real Steel. Oh, no. And with Real Steel comes, I wouldn't say bad news, but I would say news that maybe you won't enjoy. Because I have... What's being remade? The Santa Claus sequel series is happening at Disney Plus with Tim Allen coming back. <laughs> Man, did anyone, yes. does anyone want this? Why is it a series? Like, they're, they're, it's never been a series before. Like, cause are they talking TV series that they're going to do with this? It's going to be on Disney Plus, yes, a series. Like, oh, okay, so it's going to be Tim Allen's Santa... Managing yeah. the North Pole, uh, but but with just weekly conflict going on, or like a big well, conflict. Well, I'll tell you something now. We have a synopsis that I take oh your go like because very Christmassy these times. It's January. Everyone's in yeah. such a Christmas mood still. Wouldn't you Didn't release this yes. news maybe three weeks ago? Who knows? Who's to say? 
I guess the Santa Claus got very high viewing figures on Disney Plus over the Christmas, probably. Yeah, they were, like, yeah. calculating the numbers on January 10th. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, oh, lads, we missed a trick here. The, uh, also, Santa Claus 3, the escape clause. Doesn't Santa Claus, like, have a baby in that? Well, according to the reported synopsis, Sean, the Santa Claus series will find Scott approaching his 65th birthday and realising he can't be Santa forever. He's starting to lose a step in his Santa duties. And more importantly, he's got a family who could benefit from a life in the normal world. Especially his two kids who've grown up at the pole. With a lot of elves, children and family to please, Scott sets out to find a suitable replacement Santa while preparing his family for a new adventure in life. Right. Okay, so these kids have just grown up around magic and wonder, and then he's just going to rip them all out from that. That's fine. Yeah. Also, you can't just... He's just bequeathing Santa. Wasn't the whole plot of Santa Claus 3 the escape clause? You're that the there only was person one... who remembers that plot, by the way. But, the, but, but he had to say and truly mean that he wished he'd never become Santa at all. And mm. then all the powers went to Jack Frost, because yeah. they travelled back in time in that movie? Yeah, so. Look. It was. I don't even remind me. I'm too emotionally but, scarred from it even to this day. But why can't? But if he could just find a lad and say, "Hey, do you want to be Santa?" Then, and and and, and like, it, this doesn't even have to be the perfect person, because as we've learned throughout the Santa Claus franchise, like Tim Allen wasn't the perfect Santa, but he became the perfect Santa after the magic of Christmas. I tell so you, happen- you, you walk down the street, you mm. look at the first lad you see. You yeah. go into your house. Five minutes later, come out and scream at the top of your at your rooftop. Right? That's all you do. Yeah. Here's then the other in thing. Between, yeah. Tim climbs up. He gets onto the roof. Guy comes back out. He screams, "What are you doing up there?" Tim goes, "Oh!" Slips, falls a very small amount of distance onto a big pile of snow. Clearly, definitely not going to die. I mean, it's I would say maybe eight feet, and he landed in a big pile of snow. So like. Literally wouldn't have harmed anyone, but then die <laughs> and disappear. I mean, to be fair, that Santa was 140. Like, he had been trying to pass this off for a very long time. <laughs> he'd, been he'd been waiting for somebody to shout. He's just looking for an out. Just any excuse. Because, like, it's never said that you outright have to kill Santa to become Santa, but I think it was it's always implied. implied. Yeah. So, what if we reframe this show and now it's Tim Allen looking for someone capable of killing him like he's, he's hiring, hunting out he's hiring more and more elaborate assassins yeah to try and take himself out but he realises like oh they can't get past the North Pole defences which are very high tech for some reason yeah so he has to bring himself and the family to the suburbs probably Ohio yeah. and then they'll He'll get killed there. He'll get assassinated there. And then the assassin becomes Santa, I suppose. I think that's what we're implying. I think this... And then this, the assassin has to learn the secret of Christmas. Like, yeah, enjoy he's got, Christmas tr- through killing. He's got the stealth aspect of being Santa Claus. He's got that nailed. <laughs> but he's always, like, knifed to the kids' throats. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, the elves are like, no, 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 no. Presents. <laughs> See, like, there's a whole montage and he's, like, garroting a mannequin. And the elves are just like, thumbs down, shake head. And then he like wraps them in tinsel and then they're like, yeah, great. <laughs> they just like suffocating kids in tinsel. And they're on like the headset. Oh shit, who told them to do that? Oh, oh, it's festive, I suppose. But like at what cost? <laughs> He's now calling himself the festive killer. <laughs> He's, oh, we're all accessories. Oh, we need to help him get away with this or we're going down as well. I think a movie where ultimately Tim Allen just, he loses the will to be Santa, okay? But he doesn't want to outright, like, he's lost the will to live, right? But yeah. he, doesn't want to, he doesn't want to do the deed. He wants to fight for it, but he also doesn't want to just give it up. So he just hires numerous assassins, one by one more dangerous, in like a 12 Assassins of Christmas situation. Oh. Right, first assassin, he's good. He's done the best. Tim Allen beats him in a fight. Second assassin, same thing, over and over again. He keeps figuring out ways to win each individual fight. Because even though he doesn't care, he's still sad. So he's got magic. So like, yeah. he's gonna, he's like, when the fight starts, I'm gonna try. But like, he's gonna go all out. Kill me. 
He's like Goku, in a way. Yeah. And then by the 12th day, he's like battered, bruised. He walks into the last day and he's just like, this is it. This is my last fight. And the assassin is the kid. His own son, who's oh. from the first movie. Charlie. Yeah. Charlie. <laughs> or the head elf. What's the head elf's name? Bernard. <laughs> Bernard. <laughs> Who was just replaced for no reason. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think we bring Bernard or Charlie in as like a killer. And they're the ones who take over. Because I don't think Tim Allen wants to do this. And this is easy money for Tim. And like, I'm fine with this being a mercy kill as well. Like, It doesn't have to be like a, a blaze of honour. Like, if Charlie wants to suffocate him with a pillow during the middle of the night, that's fine by me. I just want him dead. <laughs> we couldn't have covered this in December 24th. <laughs> now, now we're going whole hog. It's out no. of Santa's season. Like, I'm willing to never watch any, any Tim Allen Santa Claus movies again. But like Even Christmas with the Cranks? Even especially Christmas with the Cranks. Connor. Shut your mouth. <laughs> is, that, is that Christmas with the Cranks? He's Christmas with the Cranks, isn't he? He's Christmas with the Cranks, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Luther. He's Luther Crank, is his name. How do you know that? I don't like, know. I have no idea. Luther? It, that's the one where they, want, they don't celebrate Christmas. They just decide they're skipping Christmas this year. And they're just like, it's, yeah. Okay, and a whole town Jamie just turns on him immediately. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, immediately the town are like, let's kill them. Let's actually assassinate. Let's make yeah, their lives yeah. hell. Like the whole town agrees on this all at once. And like, I was with them. Strange. I'm like, ruin Tim Allen's life. But Jamie, don't don't be any, any don't be at Miss Curtis, right? That's this all is, about. Yeah, this isn't Jamie's idea. You know, this is like this is <laughs> She's all. She's just along for Tim Allen's mad ride, right? Don't be yeah. at her. And it's and there's a whole scene with a snowman that's a ornament, but he's evil or something. It's a. It's, I saw that movie in cinemas like the day it came out. <laughs> Very strange. <laughs> I just still remember Looter is his name. Just I've seen it so many times. Very strange. Um, okay, we're moving on, Sean. Just so we know, Tim Allen is coming back as the Santa Claus. It'll never end. Good to hear. Um, Good to hear. Yeah. yeah, we all wanted the second and the third one. And I knew you were you were dying for another one. So I'm Jones glad he's and Perth, so I was. Yeah. Um, so we're coming back in with news, Sean, about... A property that we know is happening, but we haven't had any news about, which has been kind of weird, because Fantastic Four is still expected to be John Watts' next movie. And not only his next movie, John Watts, by the way, is the director of Spider-Man, No Way Home. Spider-Man, the very same. um, Fantastic Four is still expected to be his next movie, and is filming this year, apparently for a next year release. Now... Wow. We should take this with a great assault that it is filming this year, or even if it's filming next year, because the news also, this is a report by Variety, that they are basically starting the casting for Fantastic Four as we speak, or in the last week. Because if it's filming this year, you need some they actors. They need some actors. They need actors mm. involved in this. I have heard... I've heard rumours, Connor. I've heard rumours through the grapevine uh, that... Multiverse of Madness will feature a Reed Richards cameo uh, played by whatever actor might play him in the Fantastic Four film. I mean, is there is there anyone that isn't a shoe in for the role? Do we do we know of anyone that is guaranteed the role if he even attempts to try out for it? I I would say John Krasinski. Mm. It'd be weird if he got no nod at all. You know? Wouldn't it be weird if him and John Cena were just left out <laughs> as, as Reed Richards and the Tig and the two of them were yeah. just like sitting there for years? They're, they're just not included at all. They're just waiting on the Marvel phone call one day. Um, I, I will say, by the way, Emily Blood, I'm pretty sure, is out. She has no interest in this. Yeah. Fair fucks to her. Pretty um, sure she just but, doesn't want to do it. That's fine. Yeah. But Krasinski has revealed multiple times he's interested and he basically is Reed Richards, like he just looks like him. But I have one flaw in the John Krasinski idea. Right. And I will say it perfectly like, cast in terms of visually. Not perfectly cast in terms of personality. Because as we all know, and is a well-known fact of this show, known bastard Reed Richards yeah. is an awful person. Whereas John Krasinski, 
nice man and seems charming. Nice, lovely, charming man. Um, but look, that, and, and that's the mark of a good actor is that he, mm. he can pretend to be a very bad evil man. He has it in him to be a bastard. I think he can pull it off, do you know. Like he's remember he was oh no he was quite nice in the quiet place or in the office oh no he was he was quite charming in the office actually damn it like, oh fuck uh, look it's 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 not adding up but I he feel was the he can Arby do guy? it he, he was uh, Jack Jack Ryan Jack Ryan Jack, Jack Reacher Jack, one no, of the Jack two Jack Reacher is Tom Cruise is Jack Reacher not also uh, Krasinski I thought he was Jack Ryan. Jack, maybe it is Jack Ryan. I thought Tom Cruise They're was Jack Ryan. They're all called Jack. I don't know why. <laughs> Which oh, no, one's no. Jack Krasinski, Krasinski is Jack Ryan. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then in, from the Ryan verse. Yeah. <laughs> and did you know uh, Jack Reacher is getting a remake and then the guy who plays uh, Hawk in, from Hawk and Dove. Oh, he's Titans, pretty good. Or Blue Mountain State. Yeah. I can't remember the actor's name, but he's, he's down to play Jack Reacher, who in the books is like 6'5". And built like a tank, so makes sense. So he's an actual good casting for Jack Reacher. Yes, that's yeah. I I I'd, I'd sign up for him. That's that's beyond this story. But I no, think, no. The, yeah. the story is that we haven't heard anything about Fantastic Four since basically the announcement that they're doing it. Um, and now I'm pretty sure that the release is going to be for 2023, which is next year. So my follow-up question would be: You gotta start casting some people if you're bringing this out next year. Yes. So you have okay. So we have Krasinski locked in, and then we need. Well, he's not though. We don't know if he is. But no, we'll assume he might he as is. well be. He might as well be locked yeah, in. Okay, surely yeah. he just has to say yes. Yeah, he just they just have to pay him enough money. Um, and so you have Emily Blunt is probably out as Invisible Woman. So. Mm-hmm. Let's give it to I don't know Kate Mara. There we go, uh, and <laughs> Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> Michael B. Jordan. Then I'd I'd keep Michael B. Jordan if we could, but if, you know he was what, Killmonger. Honest, so you know, to be honest, Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, he's already Killmonger. You can't bring he's him back. He's already been Killmonger. You see, uh, I would say then. Do you know who I want? Uh, no, no, no. I would say another Irish actor, Alan Leach, simply because he's in Downton Abbey. Uh, but I would have him as Human Torch, mm. and then I would have Paul Giamatti as the thing. I feel like that's perfect casting. I think it's spot on. Wouldn't wouldn't you wouldn't you agree, Connor? John Cena is disgusting. <laughs> like, he's sitting there like Dave Batista and The Rock both get roles. I'm yeah. Peacemaker, look fantastic, really cool to look at. But he's he's eyeing up that MCU Fantastic Four. The thing, I surely, mean, yeah, he's hot glue and bits of like orange foam to himself. Like, it's just point. the easiest gig ever. You just have to appear for the first half of the first movie, and then you'll never be seen again. You're just, you just a voice, voice after over. that. Yeah, it's easy. Like if if they made fucking Sandman work, they'll make the thing work. Like, <laughs> uh, Sean, Fantastic Four is it coming out next year, or are we? Wi- are they not revealing anything just because of multiverse of madness? Because like, something's going to be in that. Yeah, I think this is more of a story to float the idea of Fantastic Four, get it back in people's heads. There'd be some kind of nod in Multiverse of Madness. Then I would say probably 2024 we're going to get that film. Because we we still have to get Ant-Man in 2023, which is the quantum mania. I keep forgetting Ant-Man is getting another movie. Um, yeah, it's wild that that's such a linchpin in terms of story. So strange, because like, nobody cares. <laughs> like nope. Paul Rudd. Lovely man. Oh, I like, like those movies, but like I, I, Spider Man, they ain't. You know, I I throw them in with like Endgame happened and Paul Rudd's run was finished. I was just like, okay, well that's done. Right. Okay. And well, so in my head, I'm just like, okay, that character's arc is done. Everybody knows his back. But he's like the only avenue into all of that quantum bullshit. That's true. That is like true, that Mickey. character. <laughs> yeah, that's mad. Um, okay, Sean, we are finishing off this week with a bit of Batman news uh, oh. for several times. But the first one is, I'm going to start off with the first concrete piece of news. And then the second one, we're finishing off this week with something 
Something's going around. A bit of hearsay around Hollywood about what the Gotham PD series could be. Fuck off. Um, now, I know what you don't, I know you don't like that, but I, I heard this. some that might intrigue you. Because oh. we're starting off with the Batman. And it has officially been rated PG-13, leading to outcry, leading it's, to they fucked up again, the bastards. They ruined it. They I ruined my Batman. This. Hashtag um, not my character created for children, let's be PG, honest. I wanted an R-rated Batman, the internet cried. Well, I would say everyone, but there was a loud minority, uh, mm. mostly of dude bros, uh, who wanted a PGR rating because that is the only way Batman works. Now, unfortunately, every other Batman movie up until this point has been PG-13, like all of Nolan's, all yeah. of... Basically every but, film we've seen of Batman. Yeah, and there's still been, like, I, I don't know what they want from him, because unless they want him just flat out breaking arms and, like, ripping limbs off, but that's not Batman. Like, unless, like I would say, oh, yeah, and you want him to be, like, shoot some people in the head, but that's not Batman. Like, I, I don't think he has to be... Because what we've seen in the trailer... He still looks like a more brutal, aggressive, violent Batman. And that's yeah, and, in the trailer. What I would say is it's going to push the boundaries of PG-13 to probably the limit that you yeah. can get away with. Because there is PG-13. a scale in, in that. Like, there there are certain things you can do, and you can do a certain... You can do some things a certain amount of times in one movie. Before I, I think a lot of people will next. be dying, but you'll just have, like, the cutaway before they get stabbed in the face... And then it cuts back. Whereas instead of just showing them being stabbed. Because that's a PG-13. They can die. But you just can't show them being like. Brutally murdered. Yeah. But like. There's. There's. No reason that it can't be. A. The the violent Batman flick that people want. There's no reason it can't be that a PG-13. It just means that it's not going to be absolutely fucking horrific. Like the Suicide Squad got an R rating. Because, like, a man is ripped in half by a shark in that movie. That is true, yeah. And, and But also, that was done with, like, fun. So it's like, it gets away with it because you can be gruesomely violent, but they're, like, having a laugh. Whereas, I think if this is R-rated, like, this goes into the level of, Jesus, why would anyone... It's... I don't know, it's, it's strange. Because, like, you want the Batman movie you can enjoy watching. Whereas, I think if Batman's just R-rated, it's just like, well, he, just do whatever you want, just... It's going to get real gruesome real quick. Yeah, and like it, like I feel if this was, if this the Batman was R-rated, it also push, pushes it closer to being associated with Joker, twenty nineteen, um, which I I'm not sure is something that they want because that movie famously was R-rated and received a lot of press because of it. So now, I it think does say that it's going to have strong violence, disturbing content, drug content, strong language, and suggestive material. So I mean, right? It's it's going to have everything that it's going to have everything except it's just slightly below R rated, and I think that's absolutely fine because I mean, like nobody was watching The Dark Knight going, "Jesus, this needed an R rating." Yeah, yeah, it's still a compelling and good story, despite. Like, like R rated does not mean good quality. It's it's a it get sh- out. Yeah, it's it, in many ways it could be seen as a crutch. Like a lot of bad horror movies are R rated because they dis- they ascribe all of their value from shock and awe, and people being like disgusted, and so that's an emotional reaction, and so therefore the movie made me feel something. Like the Dark Knight can- is or is PG thirteen, but. There also has a scene where the Joker puts a man's eye through a pencil. But he just yeah. does it in a way where he fl- fucking smashes his head down and goes, ta-da, and that's it. A man's phone gets stitched into his stomach, but it's also a bomb <laughs> in that movie. Yeah. But, but Harvey Dent about- drinks oil to kill himself. <laughs> and nobody's like, this needs an R rating. It's <laughs> too PG soft 13. for me. Get out <laughs> Stop for me. I'm a tough man. Um, so yeah, PG-13 is down as the Batman. But we're finishing off with the news that really caught my eye, Sean. And that is Gotham PD. Now, mm-hmm. let's settle it because I have a bit of news. Because Gotham PD, the series, Sean, might have 
its main villain already lined up. Along with the fact that it might be heavy on Batman. So Connor. The rumor is and I want you to take this way a great assault because I know you've been shitting on Gotham PD for a long time. I have, I don't think it should exist as a concept. It's a dumb concept. Unless unless they have Pattinson locked in for at least one or two appearances. Yeah. And then you also have another rumour we're going off. No. Barry Keown in as the Joker. And the Gotham PD series will be heavy on Batman and the Joker, says the rumour, Sean. Oh, they're giving it time to breathe. The relationships between these two characters. Mm. Oh. How do you you feel about Barry? Because I know you don't like Gotham PD, but you love Barry. I love Barry Um, and I support Barry in all things that he ever does. Everyone's favourite Irish man from the Eternals, Barry (laughs) Keown. And we we love him for it. Uh, Oh, fuck. I really, I like that idea now. Because I'm really excited for Pattinson's Batman. I love Barry. And I'd, I'd like to see him do well and have his take on the Joker, Connor. So mm. sign me um, up is what I say. It will apparently mix elements from Gotham Central, Batman, Batman Year One, and Batman The Man Who Laughs. And feature Joker as the main villain of the series. Which is, I think, maybe a bit far. I... I like the idea that Joker just fucking around and they don't have a hope of catching him in the background. Yeah. Um, I'd like the idea that he's ahead. I do, but I also think if they did that as a series, Joker would technically win at the end. Oh, he'd have to. Like, the Gotham yeah. PD can't just arrest Joker. No, but if they do, like, he'll have gotten under Batman's skin. Like, and that's now, enough. Here's the thing, though, because Matt Reeves, he's the director of The Batman. And he's also helming the HBO series, Gotham PD. So Hmm. he's involved with both. And the PD series will serve as a prequel, I think, to the Batman. So you'll have Gotham PD as the prequel featuring a year one Batman, a very young Batman. um, I would say probably maybe one episode. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe an episode where they get to put guest starring Robert Pattinson on the on the titles, unless they pay Pattinson a million dollars an episode. Yeah, because I mean that's a lot for him to do, like a full series on top of the movie as well in mm. this turnaround. Yeah, I think they'd have to probably give him. Oh, uh, okay. What's what's say a million, but keep adding zeros and be okay, like, Rob, we need you back. For maybe like you know like Stephen and Mel and Arrow, do you know the way he was real tired? We want yeah, yeah, and he was sick for a whole the season <laughs> of that after doing the movie. Now get back in shape. Go on, lad. You can Go do on, this. you can do it. Keep keep going. Keep yeah. lifting heavy things and putting them back down again. Uh, um, and here's Barry. Do you want to see <laughs> this is my big question, Chuck. Do you want to see Young Joker, Young Batman? This is the prequel. We get to see things that add to the Batman lore. So when the Batman movie... The Batman movie's going to come out first, but when we go back to watch it, things make even more sense with the PD series. And you'll be like, wow, this God of PD series is the best thing that's ever happened to DC. God, I was so wrong. I'm so dumb. Is that going to happen? I don't think it's going to happen exactly as you've set out there. Okay. Uh, but I look, I, I, I'm, I'm all for them trying to expand that universe because it's a brand new universe and it has no ties to anything else. So, yeah, flesh it out. That makes me... The news makes me more interested in a Gotham PD series, but I still wouldn't say I'm excited for it because, quite frankly... I'm giving you Pattinson. I'm giving yeah. you Barry. It is the Joker. And it's... You know how negative you have to be for me to throw you Barry as the Joker and you still don't even get up to a zero. I'm already high for Barry as the Joker because he's definitely mm. showing up in The Batman is the thing. Well, if he's in God of PD, he has to show up. Yeah, he'll have already existed. So I, I, I'm getting Barry as the Joker regardless, Connor. Okay, that's uh, fair enough. What if it's a Joker origin story that they do? I think that might work. All rated. Joker yeah. origin story. All starts are the talk show. Oh, and have you seen... There's a Scorsese film, Go right? on. Yeah. It's called King of Comedy. 
And then also have a look at Taxi Driver as well. We don't need to watch them. You don't need to watch them. Have you seen them? No, but I've seen Joker. Okay, well, what you do, right, is we watch the two of them. Yeah, yeah. We'll just take bits we like. Um, and by bits we like, I'm thinking half the movie each. We'll just mesh them together. We'll just fucking print money. This is fucking easy. Yeah. Like this. Have you seen The Hangover really? Part 3? Because like, I'm thinking we get that, lad. <laughs> do you think after the, the after Todd Phillips did that, do you think he sat back watching that money coming in going, movies are fucking easy. <laughs> just <laughs> yeah. take two other movies, mash just them together. mash them together. <laughs> And then just print money all the way home. Ch- change the title character, lads. We're laughing. Boy, he's printing, giving right. me money for doing nothing. Having a fucking great time here, lads. Uh, <laughs> look, I'm, I'm interested in that a little bit more now, but it's still not my top of 2020. Whenever it comes out, yeah, I, th- I actually don't think it has a release date, so that's even no, funnier. of course it Probably, <laughs> probably might be October, or November of this year. Um, but Batman's coming out March 4th, so we're still all excited about that. And last still quite week, excited. Moonfall is in February, so we're even more excited about that. Get ready for the Moonfall only week. It's going to be Moonf- Mo- Movie Moonfall. Monday's weird news. Hero Zero, it's all about Moonfall. That's, that's, that's what, <laughs> the only thing we have to focus on. It's Moonfall on. Mondays. It's Moonfall Mondays. It's Monday, mm-hmm. Moonfall, Tuesday, Wednesday, Sunday. <laughs> What day is it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so, Sean, I think that's it for this week's movie news. What a week. Uh, I, I, I hope people enjoyed us, our movie news intersected with some random hearsay and rumours. Uh, I, I like usual. hearsay and rumours because we don't ever have to nail something down because I can say it's a rumour. And if it's not right, then I go, yeah, I knew that. But if it is yeah, right, yeah. then we get to say, wow, how smart we are. Well, we were ahead of the curve. We were on yeah. that train when Real Steel became the biggest grossing movie of two thousand and of the twenty twenties. I would say. Uh, no, didn't we? Aren't we going to put the Santa Claus against all the assassins as the biggest movie of the year? Oh, it's no, no. So that's a tie-in with Real Steel. <gasps> oh, robots. Assassins are robots. Assassins yeah, are robots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Assassins are robots. Okay. Charlie's at a right. robot at the end. Yeah, he's in a big mix. It's Pacific Rim. We've we've made Pacific Rim. <laughs> It's what we've done. T- Todd Phillips. <laughs> Let's just take a few movies. Just fucking just throw them together. Lift from there. Uh, would you like me to take us out, Connor? Yes, please. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Movie Mondays. We will be back Wednesday with Weirdness Wednesday, Friday with Hero Zero, and next Monday with another episode of Movie Mondays. Big thanks to all of our patrons over on Patreon, patreon.com slash Heroes for Hire podcast to support us. Uh, shout outs to The City is Yours, Jared Leto. Don't let the moon fall on the second jungle cruise to the centre of the earth, Jumanji Flashpoint. Uh, that's pretty good one there uh, thank you also to Kira Lawler David Clark Ed Ball Joe Burney Roisin the Wife Palmer Ryan Right Time Evanson Sean Groyer Mofer Broad Jameson Dominic Josiah Florida Gal Green Anna wants you all to adopt not shop and remember to spay and neuter all your pets she is a she is totally a, then she put in brackets crazy cat lady and likes everyone to know this fact Helm Roos absolutely get, go to your local shelter you? and get a pet uh, if you're able to support and care for them adequately, of course. Uh, oh, good. Now, there we go. Little Dicky. before anyone could answer, Jared turned into Morbius and Florida Man turned into a Moonfall McGrew. Oh, fuck. Uh, that's think, the worst I, case scenario. That's the worst. It's, the, 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 the earth is dying uh, in more ways than one in that sentence. What would happen uh, if, more, if Jared Leto and Florida Man were in the same room? Who's a bigger asshole? <laughs> I think Florida Man would immediately perceive Jared as a threat and so would go for the throat. But Jared is in character for Morbius at the minute, so he would drink his blood. (laughs) Florida Man wouldn't be expecting it. He thinks it's a normal fight, but Jared's here to drink blood. (laughs) Jared's here for sustenance is why he's entered the room. Uh, thanks also to Danny McLaughlin Ray I can't believe Wanda did this Sammy Delucia Michelle seriously cannot keep up with changing our name Brown and Morbius and Venom decided that Moonfall was so shit they went on a rampage to Luke Hot oh Luke you, you got rampage 2 in there oh. a bit of a different grammar but I, I'll allow it I'll allow it on this one occasion um, so thank you to everyone who supports us over on the Patreon head on over there if you want to get access to all the movie uh, reviews and things like that that we do we're also on Twitter at Heroes for Hire Pod the 4 is the number 4 Facebook is Detective Dillman's Discussion Group Instagram is Heroes for Hire Podcast or you can email any questions or queries to Heroes for Hire underscore at Outlook.com 
But the best way to ever support the show is to tell one human being that we exist. Just a one, please. And I think that's about it, Connor. I think so. So I have been Connor Lawler. I have been Sean Mead. And we shall see you all next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.